who is he that thunders from heaven? Who is he that rends the heavens? Who is he that breaks the bonds of darkness? Who is he whose light is so great? Who is he who speaks from the excellency on high? Who is he who stands? Who is he who holds the book? Who is he who is worthy to open it? Who is he who is worthy that God will be his God and father? Who is he? Who is he that judges amongst the mighty? Who is he that is the captain of the mighty? Who is he that is like a rushing wind? Who is he that raises a standard? Who is he? Who is he? Who is he? Who is he? Who is he that thunders from a great place? Who is he that holds all things? Who is he who all things in his, is in his custody? Who is he? Who is he? He is the son of God. He is Elohim's champion. He is the one who God had committed all things to. And it is he who is coming. It is he who has come. It is he whose day you are beholding. It is he who is speaking. It is he who is showing. It is he who is shining from excellency high on. It is he. It is he who is here in your midst. He is he. He is the one. He is the one whose day you are in. He is the one who is blowing the winds. He is the one. He is here. He is here. He is here to show you all things. He's here to give to you that which the Father had committed unto him. He's here again. He's here in your midst. And he's speaking. He's speaking. He's speaking. He's here again to sound an alarm. He's here again. This is the alarm. This is that sound that even the dead must hear and arise. This is that sound. This is that sound that they who are dead must hear and they who are dead will see a great light. This is that sound. This is the sound of glory. This is the reign of glory. This is he. This is he who is here in your midst. This is he who is mighty. Who is mighty. The one who is called salvation. The one who is the one of salvation. He is here. He is here to save. He is here to deliver. He is here to show you all things that pertains to man. He is here again. He is here again. Open your heart. Open your ears. Open your eyes. This is that time. Do not miss his appearing. 
Do not miss his great showing. Your eyes will be old mercy today. Your, your ears will hear great things of mercy. Your hand will, will handle the tangibility of mercy today. If you would open your ears. If you would open your eyes. You will see that which is great and mighty. If you would just open. 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 For he is the one who bears all things. He is the one who holds the testimony. And he is opening his eyes. He's opening his ark. He is the ark of God. And he's opening. He's opening. He's opening. He's opening. He's here again to break himself up and show you. Eat. Feast. 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 Feast on him. Feast on him. Fix. Fix your gaze on him. Do not lose. Do not lose gaze of him. Do not lose sight of him. Keep fixing on him. Keep fixing on him. Keep fixing on him. And eat. 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 For today is the day of appearing. You must eat. You must eat. You must eat. You must eat. Eat for the journey ahead. I say eat for the journey ahead. Eat for the journey ahead. He is here to feed you. He is here to feed you. He is here to feed you. He is the one who is here again. And he is speaking. He is speaking. Do not harden your heart. Believe. 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 If you will believe today, you will see the God of your salvation. If you will believe, you will see salvation. Do not harden your heart today. You must believe. You must believe so you can enter. There's an entrance here. There's an opening here. The door is here. That great door is here. You must enter. You must enter. You must enter. So therefore, you must believe. 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 Believe today so that you can live in his sight, says the Spirit of God. Here I am glad I am. I am here. I am glad my heart glad here to be to every doubt I am here glad 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 I rest here. I am Mukaa Asia Asia Aila Mo Kiasia Sade Akaya Lee. Ozitaya Lida Kosia Kaili. I am here. Alani Asia Kaya Pata Hoaia Katosaya. Glad, 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 glad I am here. 
Let every doubt quiet itself in my presence. Nadotiasia was the one. I was the voice in the wilderness. I am the voice to come. And I am the voice that yet speak. I will not that you be ignorant of that which is to come. Muka alitantosia. The year that you are heading to. I will not that you be ignorant. There shall be a wave of darkness. Government over government. Rulers over rulers. Dominions over dominions. Powers over power. There shall be scarcity of light, except where I am. Only those with the scepter of righteousness shall endure. Shall endure. I will not speak in parables. I will reveal myself to you as I am. For my throne is forever for the scepter of righteousness. I hold and I will give to everyone that is where I am. I will meet you. I have sent my spirits amongst you to speak of only what they hear me speak. In the spirit of spirit that is to come, I will meet you. For I am that is to come. Thank you. Oh my God.
Kairo shamai kia Kairo lende ido kuakame solakia shalabandu e paria remeido nguage lo kuatailo. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Laikwa Mishalo. Leneke. Ke. 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 Takwe. No miyakai gwa gogwega gwaya. Thank you. Thank you for giving me your vessel. Thank you for giving me your all. Thank you. Thank you for moving with me. Thank you. I have changed your raiment. I have changed your raiment. I have put on a new garment on you. You are now wearing a new garment. You are wearing the garment of sons. You are wearing the garment that only sons can wear. For you have made yourself available. You have proved yourself to be a son. So now you are wearing the raiment of son. This is a new garment. This is a new robe. I will yet use you again. I will yet pour out my spirit on you. I will yet move in you. I will yet use you. I am sending you again. I am sending you again. This is a new this is a new sending. It is not like the one I sent you before. This is a new realm. You have come to K's realm. You have come to K's realm. I will speak to you like I speak to K. I will speak to you mouth to mouth. I will speak to you friend to friend. I will speak to you face to face. This is my thank you. This is my thank you. Jeff, I thank you. Jeff, I, your father, thank you. Amen. Thank you, my Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Praise God. Glory to God. Um, Hebrews. Hebrews chapter 8. Tanamasi palia farosta O Fahasa Afalama Kalia Fani Ashtefania Paruhosa Tata Rahatali Katania Pantala Corosa Falla Marahata Taneha O Marahata Araha Marahata Ara Marahata 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 Marahat, 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 my heart, you are in 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 my heart, and I love looking at you for you are beautiful, I love beholding you. I love beholding you. 
An li posofreta na maro costo prete li vate listo vrata lama. Fala poste gante la sovreta la lata. For I thank you, I thank you. I thank you for you are a beauty to behold. You are a beauty to behold. And I thank you for allowing me to walk out beauty in you. Thank you. I say thank you. I say thank you for two by two I've sent them. And I'm adding a garment upon you again for a new calling. For a new calling, I had a mantle. I had a mantle. I had a mantle and a garment to you. For you see, the places I've given new areas of authority. I've given you a new garment and a new mantle. Thank you. Thank you for strengthening and raising and upholding the hand of my son. Thank you. Thank you for staying even in the place that I've put you. For in that place you are even becoming more beautiful. For I say thank you. For I give you new garment. I give you new rod. New power. New authority. I give you. I see you climbing height. I see you. Your height. height your foot height. Trembling. Trembling and stamping. Stamping upon, upon foul devils and foul spirit. I have given you an authority. I have given you a garment. I have given you a mantle, says the Spirit of the Lord. Glory to Jesus. Now of the things which we have spoken, he says that this is the sum that we have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of, of the majesty in the heavens. Praise God. Who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the word, true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched, and not man. Glory to Jesus. So, um, this is the this is the summation of the things which we have spoken. So, when they are saying things which we have spoken. Um, you know, in chapter 2, they make the reference to the things which you have heard, right? In chapter 2, it says, verse 1, Hebrews 2, verse 1, it says, Therefore, we, we ought to give the more earnest heed, right, to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them sleep. For... If the word spoken by angels was steadfast and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, it says, how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which are the first began to be spoken by the Lord, right? So the Lord is the first one who spoke this so great salvation, what does this mean? It means that nobody before him spoke it. Even though there are many people who spoke before Jesus. And Jesus did not come just on thin air like that. He came riding on the speakings that have gone before him. The speakings of the law and the, or the speakings of the prophet. Right? So there were speakings that were almost like foundational. 
right to Jesus. And when Jesus came, he said, I didn't come to abolish them. I didn't come to condemn the law. I actually came to fulfill it. So Jesus came riding on men who spoke. This whole thing of speaking, speaking verse 1, chapter 1, verse 1, you see the same thing. Right? He said, God who has on right times in diverse manners, speaking time past to the fathers by the prophet, but as in these last days, right, spoken toward us by his son. So it's clear that this son is the Lord here. And when they say that well, these things are first spoken by him, they are not talking about the things that were spoken through the prophet or by the prophet to the fathers. They are speaking about the particular things that are spoken what, by the Lord. And he's the first who spoke them. Do you see that? They are talking about the things which Jesus spoke first. Things which no man ever said before Jesus. Do you see that? So then Jesus spoke those things. And then he, there are men who heard him. And those who heard him are also speakers of the things, but they speak in the language of confirmation. Right? To, to, the word, the purpose of to confirm. It's not confirming to, in the sense of verifying. You know that verifying, ah, he said it, I confirm it's true. It's not that they are, not, they are in no position to, <laughs> to confirm what Jesus said. Praise God. But that word to confirm is actually is to confirm it. In men. Do you see that? You see, it's, their job was actually to, is to confirm them. To confirm something means to establish it. Yes. Right? These are the guys. So these other men after Jesus, you know, Jesus spoke many things. That he didn't really establish them in men. He said, you can't bear them now, actually. So I'm not really trying to establish them. There will be a further season of ministry. That will bring about the establishment of these things to bring them and make them become a reality in men. And for that reason, when he ascended on high, he gave gifts unto men. He gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some pastors, some teachers, some evangelists. Are you seeing that? It's for the, for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ. Glory to Jesus. So, um, so these people who, everyone who will, who, will, who will partake, so you can see these people who, when they say us, U.S., in verse 3, the us here are not those who read the law or heard the prophets. What makes them and us, or what, what's special about them uh, is not their school, being schooled in what you find in the law and in the prophet. It's actually in being schooled in the things which the Lord spoke or speak. I don't know which one is correct. Right. The things which he spoke, those things are from the, from the order of such speaking. He hewn out gifts. Do you get what I'm saying? He, he brought forth what? Gifts. Those gifts uh, which are not gifts of the Spirit, but he's talking about gifts which he gave to men. 
right? Those gifts which he gave to men, that Ephesians chapter 4, glory to Jesus, is talking about a gift after an order. They are actually resurrection gifts. Amen. They are what? They are resurrection gifts. They are, and if they are resurrection gifts, it means that they are gifts of a particular life. Right? That those gifts, and so anybody who is gifted according to this order, you are not gifted to minister inferior things, right, to the things that the, no, no minister of the gospel actually should say anything inferior to what the Lord said. I mean, if you are a minister of the New Testament, if you want to, you're looking for inferior things, go and be a Jewish rabbi or something. That's their own thing. But if you're saying now a Christian New Testament minister, you must, have an, you must find a way to gain access into the things that Jesus said. Ask yourself, what was Jesus' message? If you're not sure, you have to go and ask him and say, Lord, you've called me to be a pastor, called me to be something and all of that. What is actually your message? What is the actual thing that you actually want me to say? Do you understand that? And the Lord is bringing the body of Christ back to that, back into that season, glory to Well, we will go back again and discover the uniqueness of the Lord of his speaking, of his voice, of his word. Glory to Jesus. See, in, the la- in the last days are spoken unto us by his son, who being, being the word, the brightness of his glory and the word, express image of his person. Thank you, Father. So you're seeing, I talk about brightness of glory and then what? Image of persons. So, so you're seeing here that... Um, it was spoken by the Lord, confirmed to us that did what? That heard him. It was confirmed, sorry, by them that did what? That heard him. So um, those who heard him, if he, what he taught, they call it so great salvation. So it means that every preacher who heard him should be preaching so great salvation. Do you see that? So great salvation is actually the message of the New Testament. And, yes, and the New Testament is so resourceful that you can't begin to hear so great salvation at first. They have to find what can raise you into a place where you can begin to hear what so what great a salvation. Glory to Jesus. So he said, of the things which we have spoken, and when he's saying we now, you now know who we are. In verse 8, going back to verse 8, chapter 8, sorry. Chapter 8, verse 1, it says that of the things which we have spoken, so of these things, which are of this order, which is of the things which we got from the Lord, out of all we have spoken, there is a summation of them. The, we want to summarize them. We want to give you a summary of the sense of the things. which, Because our speaking is not usual. It's not really normal. When, they, when Jesus began to spoke, they speak, they killed him. When these guys who wrote these things started speaking their own, they killed them too. 
do you see that there's something about what they are saying that is? Jesus Christ himself said, I didn't come. You know, he's the man of peace, we know, in a sense. But he said, I didn't come to bring peace on the earth. I came to actually bring a sword. I came to bring a word. I, I brought a sword. What does a sword do? A sword will bring division. One thing that you find that the gospel of the New Testament does, everywhere it goes, it will bring division. If the gospel goes somewhere and it's not bringing division, it's a lie. When you just take the, take the gospel somewhere and, it, and when you get there, it's bringing men together. Run away. That's not the gospel. The gospel doesn't bring men together. The gospel will bring division. How does it bring division? It, it queries man and puts man in a place of choice. And not all men choose the same way. So don't be afraid when as gospel is moving, things are breaking out, wahala, fight, trouble, all the things, reactions of men begin to happen. It's, it's normal. Just know that you are in a normal place. Just know, ah, this is, this is normal. Just, if you want to check if it's normal, check the Bible. What happened to this man who had so great salvation and began to confirm it? You will see, the, Paul spoke about his own troubles. Peter had his own. They say Peter's own was crucified upside down. Something, strange things were happening to them. Do you see that? They drove Paul out of Jesus said there will come a time they will, they will drive you out of the synagogue. There will be a time when those who even kill you will feel they are doing me a favor. Jesus said in, in, in John chapter 17, he said, I have given them my word. And the world has hated them because of it. The world has hated them because of it. It will bring an enmity. That same fragrance of Christ that is a beautiful savour can be an offensive. He himself is a rock of offense. In other words, Christ was raised to offend men. To offend men. It was is made to offend men. Do you see that? And that's one of the skills you must have in following the Lord. You must be skilled to not run when you're offended. Yes. That's the difference between those who will be saved and those who will not be saved. Yes, Are you seeing that? Yes, uh, those who will end up in, you see, the city, it's not because the first day they just heard the gospel, wow, what I've been waiting for all my life, and they never got offended, and they just flew with Jesus. No. It's because they are wise. Right? They are wise. The, the Lord was, I believe it was the Lord, just in my heart today. You know, sometimes the Lord just tells me strange things. I don't know why you're telling me this now. Like, what does this have to do with anything? I was actually in the shower. I was just showering. And it's just... <laughs> saying that... A wise man is he who can be offended and not get and not be angry. And I say, ah ah. Because <laughs> to me, offense is a bad thing. Right? So to me, it's like anything offense, anger, they are all the same. They shouldn't nobody should have them. Do you get what I'm saying? 
But he said, a wise man. And then I said, what do you mean? Then I said, yeah, because anger dwells in the bosom of a fool. Do you see that? Anger does what? Dwells where? In the bosom of a fool. You know, it's called that the journey of Christianity is, is constantly being offended by Jesus. But what, what, what makes you his own is he can offend you and he will still find you there. That you don't react in anger and go away. Do you see that? Because what he's, what he's carrying, what is in him, you don't like it. Don't kid yourself. You like, first thing you like, you like yourself. Let me use me. I like myself. Let me not say you, so it will not seem as if I'm free from it. Because I'm not. You understand? I like myself somewhere. Even though that God has delivered me, I used to like the world. I never liked the kind of world people call the world. The kind of world me I liked was different. I like the religious world. That was my own kind of what I, what I liked. Well, there was a time I liked the other world, but it, wasn't, it was a season of my life, you know. That was just a season of, season of nonsense. Just no, no bearing, nothing. No, no, no direction. Praise God. But... Now, do you know that, do you know that what, what I was telling you earlier about my sense of ministry? You know, that sounds very holy. That you're just born again to serve God. Do you know that now I now realize that that was the world? Do you know that now I realize it? Because what I like about ministry wasn't necessarily, it wasn't what, it wasn't God really. I like the idea of God that I knew, but not, not, it wasn't like God, God, God himself. Because when, you, when God comes and you begin to interact with him, you won't see ministry inside God. That's not what you, you won't see ministry. You, ministry no, that's not what is in God. What is in God is righteousness. And no man loves righteousness. Every man who does righteousness, you do it by pain, under what? Fight, war. Right? Your pastor would have fought with you, war with you, battle with Holy Ghost, everybody. You understand? <laughs> no man likes righteousness. That's why you should respect Jesus. And when, it, when God commend you that for he loved, thou lovest righteousness. What a man. That is not, they didn't say you were doing righteous things, they thou lovest it. They check your heart. You love righteousness. Do you understand? It wasn't, Jesus didn't love ministry. You can't love, Jesus can't love ministry. If you have his type of ministry, you can't love it. If they told you that for, to, for you, ministry is, is getting flogged and being slapped and spat on, giving vinegar, giving, giving crown of thorns and hung to the tree, would you like it? <laughs> and there's a way you think Jesus was just enjoying, you know, going about healing the sick, all of those. It's just in powerful. You don't know that. 
Jesus can he can't be happy. Why? Because every day he was seeing his death. Constantly. Do you get what I'm trying to say? So if you want to think of what was ministry to Jesus, how to die, it's just how, how do I get there? Everything he was doing is to go and die. So it's clear that his love was something else. The father loved the son. The son and the father, they loved each other. He fell in love with the father. What about the father did he fall in love with? It was the righteousness that was in him. Do you see that? Glory to Jesus. Amen. 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 Thank you, Father. So, like I said, that this, this, Jesus did not come to bring what? Yes, he, he actually came to bring, aha, he came to bring a, he came to bring a sword upon the earth. Said, I think not that I am come to send peace on earth. I came not to send peace, but a sword. A sword that will divide. Oh, glory to Jesus. So, these men of the things that they were, sorry, they were speaking, he said that this is the sum. They are finding a way to summarize right, all the things that were being spoken. He said, we have such an high priest who is set on the right hand of the throne of the majesty where in the heavens. We have such an high priest. Any ministry that has a reason to touch this man is, is still premature. It is not yet fulfilling his purpose. The purpose of ministry, when I say ministry, I'm talking about Ministry of the New Testament is to, is to raise conversation, to raise the profession, to raise the ministry to a point where the matters of this person opens up. Right? The things about this man, because this is the sum, the summation. When you, the, the, the matter, the core of the matter has to do with this high priest who is set on what? The right hand of the throne of what? The majesty. So there are two things being revealed here. Number one is his position. Number two, position means where he is, where he, where he is staying, where, where they put him. Number two is his ministry. Ministry is what he is doing. And there is information about these things that must be learned. To, to learn and learn and learn to arrive at this place. Because they are telling, it's not easy. They say we have such an high priest, of course. Later, they began to describe that his function and his ministry. But they, but they took, put a comma to tell you exactly where he is. They say where he's set. That was set means point of ministry. Do you see that? Point of what? Point of ministry. Now, this point of ministry is a very, very unique point of ministry. This point where, or this place where Jesus is set, no entity in creation has ever taken this position before. In fact, 
they didn't really reveal this position in the Bible until the New Testament. And we know that in the heavens, verse, verse 1 said, in the heavens, in the heavens. And we know that concerning the heavens, a lot has been said about the heavens. A lot of men have been taught the heavens, they've written about the heavens. In the Bible, clearly, David, praise Jesus, what Moses had was a revelation of the heavens too. Prophets saw the heavens in the Bible. Glory to God. Amen. And people even saw, Isaiah saw the throne. A, a sense, a type of the throne. Glory to God. Hallelujah. But that thing about the right hand seat of the throne in heaven. Right? The right hand seat of what? The throne where? The right hand seat of the throne in heaven. Even if it's mentioned, it's only, it's only mentioned prophetically in a way that is picked up in the New Testament. Right? It's only the New Testament you are now seeing an explanation. Right? An explanation of what is actually the ministry of the entity who owns that place. Right? You see, in the Bible they speak of, of the throne of God being... Um, being carried by angels. Do you know, you saw the length at which, or the detail, to what detail, let's say Ezekiel. You saw the detail Ezekiel went into describing the throne. He described everything about the throne, described, then he was describing the beings that carried the four living creatures, their wings, everything about them. They have the spirit in them, the wheels that they have, that, that's aligned with their spirit. They, and he spoke about the firmament above them, upon which the throne sits. Upon the measure, they never mentioned right hand. Or did they put mention right hand in that place? I don't recall reading about the right hand. And, it, and that chapter seemed like, like when you read it, you feel you've seen everything about the throne. You feel like everything about the throne has been opened up. But that, there's a position in the heaven right, that is actually reserved for a point. The way the Lord explained to me about the right hand, he said the right hand seat of the throne is the evolution of the throne. Right? It's the what? That it is the evolution. Is actually the next thing. Now, when a king is sitting down, who he sits at his right hand is, is usually the next king. Not even just the next king, the next kingdom. When you say the son of the right hand, it's when you see the son seated at the right hand, that son is the hope. Uh, you understand? The Lord was explaining to me that. In a, in a, if you come to a kingdom, you kill the king. It's bad, though. They will, they will mourn, but you've not done too much. You've not harmed them too much. Just once he dies, they mourn him, bury him. It's time for evolution. The son of the right hand will take over. It means you're actually just hastening the natural course of the kingdom. You're just quickly bringing the next dominion into place. But when you go and kill the son, you kill the prince, you kill the heir, you have damaged the kingdom. 
the kingdom is in trouble. Do you know why? What it takes to raise a son. I mean the right hand son. What it ta- it can take decades. That son, they've been building that man. Building. And when they are raising him, a kingdom that is actually, that if they have sense, they won't be teaching him just about the present kingdom. They will teach him with a sense of, and, and put something in him that your destiny is to move the kingdom forward. That you, are, you, are, you, are, you, should don't, you won't just gain the education of the now. They have to find wise men to give him the education of the future. Do you understand what I mean? The raising of a prince. Do you get what I'm saying? When God wanted to damage Egypt, he didn't kill the Pharaoh. He killed the son. <laughs> and God knew what God knows that's the answer. It's not by killing Pharaoh. I know what I know who to take. <laughs> Are you seeing that thing? Praise Jesus. So, so you see, in God, in the present, that, also, that concept also holds true. That in the present heaven, there is a seat that has to do with the evolution. What is the next thing after heaven? There is a space in heaven for a man who will have the potency, who will have the power, who will have a dominion greater than heaven? Who actually has a future dominion? Actually, is there has to be a man of the world to come. Right? It has to be a what? A man of the world. So anybody who will sit on the right hand of the majesty in the present heaven must be majestic. After a future world. He must be so much better. Made higher than the heavens. Are you seeing that? That's what qualifies him to see it. And so if he is a man. If he has a majesty. A man that has a majesty. The dominion of a world to come. Then within him must be a word of a world to come. Now, that thing is the core of his ministry. Do you see that? So that will tell you that this heaven is an interesting place. It means that what the throne is ministering is not the same thing as what the right hand is ministering. Not exactly. In terms of, I explained something about quality before. Right, in terms of quality, that there is a spot in the heavens that is that is designed to minister the God is so interested. <laughs> God is so interested that God can keep in the present heaven the ministry of a future world. But but someone can go to heaven and you are learning heaven, you want to finish the whole course of heaven, but you don't know there's another ministry in heaven. The ministry that, that fountains from the right hand. A ministry that flows from the right hand. What is the ministry of from the right hand? Is a ministry 
of so great salvation. So great salvation. Amen. Let's see that, that um, if, if you go to Hebrews chapter 2, that same chapter 2, let's just see a little bit about that, that word, um, which was... Amen. Say, for if the word spoken by angels, right? Chapter 2, verse 2. For if the word spoken by angels was steadfast, and every transgression and disobedience received a just recompense of reward, that how shall we escape if we neglect so great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed to us? By them that what heard him. Let's go back again. The word that there is first of all, they are now talking about two different kind of words, right? This one is the word that was spoken by angels. Is a type. So the word steadfast it means firm, right? Is it talking about it's the is a word of their type of firmament. It has their own steadfastness, right? The word that was spoken by, what, what is the word that angels speak about? Is the word of their own realm, which is the word of heaven, heavenly word, glory to Jesus. And then every, trans, every transgression of that word and disobedience received a what? A just recompense of reward. There is a recompense of reward for every. When you transgress it, there is a just, and that recompense of reward is actually just. That anybody who goes against the word, I mean this, the word of heaven, right? In that transgression, you can't be free. Nobody can disobey heaven and be free. Nobody. If you disobey heaven, you will reap something. Right? You will do what? If you disobey heaven, you will, you will reap something. If you go against their... What heaven is keeping are uh, pattern. That's one way to describe what heaven is holding. Is what is, is a, is a, heaven is a pattern. Is a, what pattern? Pattern of building. Pattern of development. Pattern of, for example, anybody who doesn't fulfill the law of separation has a reward. And that reward is just recompense. It's measured according to the requirement of those things. Anybody who doesn't fulfill the law of sanctification has what? You have your own reward. Glory to Jesus. Amen. Amen. But let, just quickly, now says how this is how shall we escape if we neglect so what? So great salvation, which at the first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by, by them that heard him. So, so if we neglect this one, and it's possible to neglect it now, even in spiritual ministry, it's not every spiritual ministry that touches so great salvation. Actually, spiritual ministry must be heaved up to a point where the, the, the language of so great salvation 
He begins. And what is the reason for so great salvation? Is for an escape. Do you see that? It's to do what? Escape. When you have escaped, you've been saved. What are you escaping from? What they want to save you from? Do you see that? That salvation is actually a way of escape. It's a way to escape. What are you escaping? Simple. You're escaping corruption. Escaping corruption. Escaping death. In summary, what you're escaping is everything that the present world is in danger of. Everything that what the, the present is in danger of. If you're not able to assess this world, you won't, have, you won't gain an escape. Do you see that? So if we neglect so great salvation, which first began to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him, God also bearing them witness, both with signs and wonders and diverse miracles and then gifts of the Holy Ghost, according to his own will. Verse 5, For unto the angels has he not what put what in subjection the world to come, whereof we speak. Unto the angels has he not put in subjection the world to come, whereof we speak. When they are saying whereof we speak, understand this. They are not telling you that we are saying many things, but this one is one of the things we mentioned when we were talking. No. They had to. The, the whole point of this book from chapter one is to create a context for you. That you can, so you won't mistake. You won't make a mistake. So you won't say, well, Jesus died for me so that I can do what, anything that is not this. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm trying to say? That Jesus died for me so I can go to heaven. No. The heaven that you want to go to is what they are trying to talk about escaping from here. <laughs> so if you just change in the present world, you just change habitation from heaven to heaven. You've not escaped anything. The same thing, when they are saying the things that will pass away, that will flee, that will be born with it. They mention both earth and nobody is free. And, and like I've explained that burning to you, right? So when you have a picture in your mind, don't picture it in the sense that we'll just be there one day, the fire will just come, <laughs> right? And then it will burn everybody. So those who can jump out quickly. Because <laughs> You just jump into the world to come. That's not the way it works. <laughs> and those who can't jump, they will burn them. No, it's not like that. It doesn't work. The fire is judgment. What will happen, what will happen is that when, the fire, when fire is coming, you know, it's heat. heat. As the heat is approaching, what will happen? Now, what do molecules do when heat increases? So those who are sleeping, we are not interested. We don't believe in spirituality. We don't, uh, we don't do all these extra things, Bible, praying too much. Why? Why, why does just be calm? You know what I mean? Wake up in the morning, drink coffee, go to work. 
come back? Why coming? Why why should you be praying how many days f- f- every day for how many days? You understand what I mean? Those kind of things. Amen. So that now you see, someone can speak like that because they've not smelled it. They are, and Satan is bad. Why God when God's heat is coming? Satan has giant freeze, freezer or something. AC. You know hell has AC, eh? They just begin to release some boys from hell. Go and bring the giant AC around so, so you can feel, right? You feel what? They say what to he that is as at his in Zion. Zion is the mountain of burning. Why should you be at ease when in Zion? If you're at ease in Zion, something's an evil spirit is blowing AC to you. May, may evil spirit never <laughs> give you. And you know what I'm saying is real. In time of great heat, the heart of many will be waxing cold. The Bible says it. They will wax cold. That's when you see scoffers will arise. Where is the day of his coming? Where is the time of his coming? All kind of language. It's just AC of the devil. That's all. But even that scoffing is a, is a type of response to the heat. It's the wrong response. It's like it's, 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 it's a kind of damage. When a molecule is not responding to heat the way it should, it means that you, will, you are lacking something because the purpose of the heat is to give you something called escape velocity. You know what? In physics, going to read about escape velocity. It's, for, it's to create a way of escape. So how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation? So it means that the, the message of so great salvation is to... It's the is a is a heating up message. Is that is actually the is the message of that fire which is coming to the element which we read in Second Peter chapter three. Jesus. 
Endo korie sa paliana. Tiataka toperia si patu fanaike. Kelemasa, 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 kelemaso. Kumaka kwa kesto. Keriaka patiata. To, to, to. Hariakaso. Hariakaso. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Make up your mind. Cut up the loins of your mind. Be ready. Be ready for the escape. This is how you will escape the enemy of your soul. This is how you will escape his wiles. This is, this is, this is your, your, your way of escape. This is the very way that you will walk and it will lead you to the throne out of this world, out of the clutches of your enemy, out of everything that is holding you bound. Make up your mind. Make up your mind to take this journey. Make up your mind to akin on to every word that is being spoken in these times. Make up your mind to be among the number of those who would take this journey, this upward journey, this journey above. Make up your mind to be steadfast and be diligent and hold on to every word. Hold on to everything that is being spoken. For this is the words of grace salvation this is the word of great salvation only a fool will say but we are just sitting down nothing is happening we are just with our with our peers only a fool will say these things are not real only a fool will say these things cannot be only a fool will say, salvation cannot be this easy. Salvation cannot be the thing where we just sit and we just hear. Only a fool will say this. Be wise. Be wise to the wiles of your enemy. The enemy of your soul does not want you to journey. The enemy of your soul does not want you to come up. The enemy of your soul wants to keep you bound. So it does not want you to akin. It does not want you to hear the voice of the high priest who is speaking from the excellent realm. This is the realm of excellent glory. Do not say in your heart, it can't be this. It cannot be like this. Do not say this. It is in the foolishness of preaching that salvation will come. It is in the midst of foolishness because God uses the foolish things to confound the wise. He uses the very things that men call foolish, the very things that men look at and say it cannot be. That is the very thing that he uses to save, to redeem. Just like in the days of Jesus, when men looked at him and say, he could not be the Messiah. This cannot be the savior of Israel. Do not be a fool in this season. Be wise. Be wise. Because only the wise will redeem time in this season. Only the wise will be saved. Only the wise will be able to come up. This is the words that will bring you up. This is the words that will raise you up. This is the call. There is a great call in the spirit of those who are dead to come up. This is the words that will bring you to life. This is the words that will begin to set you aright. This is the words.
word that will begin to teach you how to be right, how to live right, how to be right. This is what salvation looks like. Hacking, 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 hacking and obey today. Thank you, Father. Praise God. Um, glory to God. Let's just try to round up. Um, praise Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Uh, so, so I was saying that judgment, that judgment, um, praise God. Uh, you know, the Bible says judgment will begin in the house of, uh, from the house of God, right? Um, that, uh, that fire, right, Second uh, Peter chapter 3 says, but the day of the Lord will, not, will come as a thief in the night. You see that? In the which the heavens shall pass away with a great noise. And the elements shall melt with fervent heat, the earth also, and then the works that are what therein shall be burned up. Praise God. So this fire of, of burning, like I said, it's not just something that will just come and consume. Like I said, it's to be approaching, it to be given some it, it should be given some kind of a velocity of escape. Right? The the closer it comes. What, the effect of this season is that it brings more men to seasons of choice. So it makes men choose quickly and, uh -huh, and then determine in that season. Some who, those who have been sleeping in the dust of the earth, according to Daniel chapter 12, he said they will awake all of a sudden because of that season. Some to everlasting life. Some to everlasting to shame and everlasting contempt. Hi, that's very bad. That's very bad. Amen. May, may that not be our own response in the name of. So that is the reason why we must give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard. Praise Jesus. So, um, so this is the psalm, right? Now, this high priest is set on the right hand of the throne of the word, majesty. So you understand this concept of the right hand of the throne of the majesty. The, so the, the, the right hand is a place of a more excellent ministry. Uh, right? It's a, it's a place of a more what? Excellent ministry. It's a place reserved for a better man. For better covenant, better established upon better promises. Glory to Jesus. Um, this chapter, that's verse 6, right? Verse 6, if you go down to verse 6, um, it says, For now, now hath he obtained the word a more excellent ministry, how by, by, how by much is the mediator of a better covenant, and uh, which was established upon better. So I explained the word to you better yesterday. Yesterday we were seeing the word better. What better qualifies? Are you seeing that? Glory. So uh, better doesn't mean another pattern. Better can hold the pattern but raise the quality. Right? The, raise the, the substance, the quality of the, of the substance. Praise Jesus. So, he said that this verse, verse 2, says, A minister of the sanctuary, you see that, and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord pitched, 
and not man. Minister of the sanctuary, and this, he calls it the true tabernacle. The true, remember the, the what he calls true tabernacle. This true tabernacle is the actual tabernacle, right, which God really, this is actually the tabernacle of God, which in Revelation 21 said, is with man. Said the tabernacle of God is with man. That happened after they spoke about the new heaven. And they say, I saw a new heaven and a new earth. For the first heaven and the first earth were what? Passed away. And they were no more, no more sea because of judgment. That judgment was spoken about in the previous verse of chapter 20. Then verse 2 says that I just saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven. You see that? Prepared as a bride adorned for her husband. Verse 3. And I heard a great voice out of heaven saying, Behold, the tabernacle of God is what? With men. And he will dwell with them, and they shall be his people. And God himself shall be with them and be their God. So this God himself, you don't find him in the present. It didn't, it didn't, the present doesn't have the facility for, because for him, himself, that word himself uh, is what the Hebrew was calling that his person, the, the express image of his person. Uh, you see that, that word, his person is himself. It's not the same. These are specific um, aspect of God. That God has, is God is waiting for creation to produce a kind of men who can receive the tabernacle of God. Right. So this is actually the point where they are going to. When judgment has happened, and then the, to take away the first and the, and the, uh, the first heaven and the first earth and all of that, and those have passed away. The, the what is next is bringing in of that which is better. Which chapter 2 says, it Unto the angels had he not put in subjection the world to come. Now, the law of subjection is that who they put the world under subjection to is he who holds the dominion of that world. Right? He that has what, like... When it came to the earth aspect of it, they put it under Adam. Dominion. And then replenish. Be blessed. Be fruitful. Multiply. Replenish the earth and then you must subdue it. And, and have dominion. Then begin to have dominion. Glory to Jesus. So that subjection, and it's clear that heaven is in subjection of angels. Right? Apart one, from one interesting zone where they didn't they didn't touch him. You see heaven carrying angels, four living creatures carrying the throne of God. Do you see that? Carrying what? Uh-huh. But we know that that throne of God is... That throne of God... When you check that throne, you see God there, but God is not really there. Which God, is, which God is absent is God himself. 
That God himself is what they call, who they call the eternal God. He's the one who was there before he thought of creating anything. Right, that one is not really, you won't see him there. Solomon said it, that when he was praising him, even concerning, imagine a man building temple, they now begin to say that even the, the original one in heaven, he said that even the heaven of the heavens cannot contain him. That first Kings 8 27 says, But will God indeed dwell on the earth? Behold, the heaven and the heaven of the heavens cannot contain thee. How much less this house that I have built? Are you seeing that? Someone who just finished building, and the way he be finished. <laughs> when Solomon builds, you understand? Solomon was not a normal human being. He's, he's, you know, he had a kind of soul. There's a kind of soul. Like that. It's a strange soul. The empower Solomon in a certain way. Right? He does things. He, 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 Solomon was powerful that he can, he can go to the extreme and still stand. He has power for extremities. Imagine marrying how many. <laughs> then after marrying them, everything that came to tell us and advise us about. <laughs> I warned us about, about women. Yeah. Praise God. Hallelujah. So imagine you can imagine a house built. What Solomon built was terrible. It was a terrible building. Glory to Jesus. But he's now telling that really I've built too. But even me, I know that it's not really for you. So imagine a man building a house for God. And that house, the glory of God came there. But with that glory, he said really, this, you actually, forget about this one on the earth. Even the one in heaven. Not just in heaven. The heaven of the... Now, what is heaven of heavens? You know, you have to wonder what is heaven of heaven. The only place that now made us realize, ah, there's actually the, the heaven of heavens. It was a vision of Ezekiel. Do you get... Is that, right now, right? The vision of Ezekiel, that's where you saw the seraphims. Sorry, the, the cherub, the, sorry, the four living creatures. Then after they described them, in answer, there was a firmament above them. That firmament is another heaven. Do you get what I'm saying? It's, it's actually, so God is not just raw in heaven. God is actually, he has a framed beings. Who, who are, what they actually carry now is this is heaven. In heaven. Do you? Now, that one, I don't know what that firmament is made of, but the, the way they describe it, it doesn't look like, you know. <laughs> Amen. He said, the likeness of the firmament upon the head of the living creature was as the color of a terrible crystal. Hey, stretch forth above the, the heads above. Then the next verse, glory to God. So then, and then under the firmament were their wings. They are described them and all of that. But above the firmament, that's where God's throne sat. So, but what Solomon is telling you, even that one, the heavens of the heaven, that that one, that what it can't really contain, means you, when you get there, you will not find God himself. You won't find God himself. Right? God. Is then uh, uh, the Isaiah 66. Isaiah 66, verse 1, praise Jesus. Say, Thou sayest the Lord, the heaven is my throne. 
The earth is my footstool. Where is the house that you build unto me? Where is the place of my rest? Where would you build? For all those things are hath my hand made, and all those things are being, say the Lord, but to this man will I look. This man will I look. So you now see why they will say that the end picture is the tabernacle of God is with men. It's because while God made heaven, angels are doing their own thing. God loves them and everything. Right? But God himself is still waiting outside in his eternal abode. Do you realize that? And he's still waiting. So it's very clear. Let me tell you something. The God who, is, who has his eyes upon you is looking from eternity. Do you understand that? Do you know? Do you, I want you to pick the way the interest concerning your soul is coming from. There's an eternal interest about your soul, higher than the heavens. You were taught in God's mind before the heavens were formed, before he ever laid any, before any element of the present was ever manifested, you were already a developed form, thought in God's mind. God has already developed a thought about you right from eternity. Jesus. Amen. <laughs> Glory to God. Glory to you. We need to recover, bring back the weight of Christianity. You get that's part of the reason for all these things. Satan is a terrible guy. He comments not to, but to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Satan wants to use less everything. Let church just be about let's gather things, let's go, let's go here, let's do ministry, let's go and minister here, do that one. We just got those born again, we just did this one. And after, after doing that, what else? Wow, what a powerful meeting! Holy Ghost came slain in the spirit, everything. What else? Are you seeing devil for you? That's why you can't <laughs> to find what devil is doing, you must know what God is doing. If you don't know what God is doing, hmm, you, will, you will walk for God all your life and not realize you've been working for the devil. And in all that time, it can be decades, you will never suspect once that you are working for the devil. We have to bring back the weight. Glory to Jesus. We have to have, begin to receive conversation from the eternal weight of glory. The glory which Jesus, you know, that's the, the, the ministry of Jesus. In that Hebrews chapter 1, 2, we said, It became him by whom and for whom are all things. In bringing many sons to glory. To make the captain of their salvation more perfect through suffering. Through suffering. Through suffering. That conversation of glory. You have, uh, uh, there is, they are mentioning your name in a glory conversation. Now, let me not put it this way. They are mentioning your name in an eternal conversation. Do you understand what I mean? May I not be here doing ministry, 
when they are mentioning my name in an eternal conversation. When the eternal God is looking for a home, right? Is a thoughts said high and loft. Who is that high? Is God Himself. Right? Isaiah 57, verse 15. Thus said the high and what? The lofty one that inhabiteth eternity. Whose name? That word, this holy is not holy of the heavens. It's not holy of holy, holy place, most holy. It's not that, that, that level of holy. The holy the, this holy is talking about the separation. What separation? Is the separation of the of, of what separates eternity from everything else. When they say whose name is holy, is, is holy according to the order of eternal separation. That's this, that's this holiness. This holy is not a small holy. Oh. This, one. this holy said so I dwell in the high and holy place with him that is of a contrite. And when they say with him, He's talking about, he's, he's, he's explaining the persons, the type. What manner of persons ought ye to be? Right, when knowing that all these things shall be dissolved. Second Peter chapter 3. What manner, man, say manner of persons. Let every conversation you have change from today. When, you're think, when you think God, don't think anything else. Apart from what manner of person ought ye to be. That is the beginning and end of Christianity. Anything else you are doing, you must be dead to it. If they, if they say, God, do this thing for me, just know that that thing, you are not doing anything. Right now, as I'm preaching to you, I'm not doing anything. Do you know that? Ah, you don't know that. Oh, is that for you to agree? I, I might not do You have to accept what I'm saying. <laughs> Are you refusing my message? <laughs> or you want to take everything but not this one? <laughs> I am telling you that as I, what I'm doing right now, I am not doing... A donkey has preached in the Bible before. And, who, and he wasn't even preaching to a normal church member. He wasn't preaching to a kind of church member. The, don, the donkey was preaching to a prophet. This God just showing that Prophet is nothing. Donkey can say when he said the, <coughs> the donkey was forbidding the madness of the prophet. <laughs> he called it the dumb ass. It's an insult. <laughs> Speaking with man's voice, <laughs> forbade. Prophet wanted to misbehave. The donkey started talking. Hey. Listen, don't say the Lord. <laughs> Fear God, though. <laughs> Fear God. That's why anything you are doing on this head, be dead to it. It should mean, it, mean nothing. How do you know you're dead? You should, you should be, how do you know you are dead to something? You should be able to stop doing it by next tomorrow. By tomorrow. By next 30 minutes. Say, okay, it's time to stop. Oh, okay, okay. 
That's how detached. No matter what it is. Yeah. One thing I, that I made in my heart, when I saw something, I told God that I will never become a preacher. And I will never become a preacher. You see all those things, preacher, pastor, do all those, I will never, I will do them, but I can never become them. And I, and I must constantly check, am I trying, and there are temptations to become it. And I must constantly check and fight them, that I must never become them. Never. 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 It must never become them. Praise Jesus. That everything is what? Nothing. You must, that's just, your life should just be what manner of person ought I to be? Are you seeing that simple thing? Simple. That's Christianity for you. It's not what you are doing for God. No, it's what manner of pers- say person? What manner of person, what type of person ought ye to, ye to be? In all co- holy conversation and godliness. On holy conversation and godliness. Hallelujah. Are you, are you seeing what I'm saying? <laughs> Simple, eh? Everything is now simple. Uh, right? Some of us who are thinking, well, I just need to grow. When I grow, hey, the world is not ready for me. You know, when I... When I, I just need to hit God a certain way and bounce back to the world. The world, you know, that somebody has... <laughs> Forget about all those things, man. <laughs> Everything, every investment should be persons. What manner of person ought I to be? What manner of person am I becoming? What manner of person? That is called holy conversation. Holy conversation. Holy conversation. Holy conversation. They are downloading holy conversations. They are going to bring it into the church. For some time, the church will be full of holy conversations. Holy conversations. Glory to Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Thank you, Father. Thank you. 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 Persons. Manner of persons. Manner of persons. Amen. Amen. That's the that's the message. Oh. That's everything. Jesus is coming to make you a certain manner of person. Everything you are doing, apart from this, doesn't amount. To, doesn't really mean anything. Hallelujah. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. So you, see the, so you see this true tabernacle. 
right? Let's go back to that Isaiah we're reading. Just quickly, Isaiah 57. It says, For thus saith the high and lofty one that inhabit eternity, whose name is holy, I dwell in the high and holy place with him that's of a contrite and humble spirit. So you see, with him. It's not them that have done my work for me. Them that have done this and that. No, it's, it's with him. It's just, there's something inside man that God looks at. His eyes programmed to look at nothing else. Right? Say, Lord, 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 we have done all manner of my mighty works. We have done, what are the things they said they did? Casted out devils, they, in your name. We did all these things, the work miracles, they did all things, then they did all manner of things. In your name, and then I say, look, depart from me, you walk out of iniquity, for I never knew you, I never knew you, I never knew you, I never knew you. So, so, so they are talking of works, what they are doing, he's talking of persons. Means, what you are expecting me to know, I don't know them. It's persons I know. When I check your person, I don't know this one. This, I, don't know, I don't know this. And I have never known you. You can do massive, and they were not lying. He said, many will say to me in that day, okay, may this not be the portion of Amen. your portion in the name of Jesus. Now, do you think these people were deceivers? If they, are, they will not come boldly to the Lord, I'm telling him. These guys were coming boldly, they expect commendation. They expect the Lord to say, yeah, you did it. You did. The greatest ministry, the greatest this, the greatest that. Your, in fact, your impact. In fact, you were a voice in your generation. Yeah. You know this kind of thing? Those nonsense from hell. From hell. That's invaded the church. They're expecting a commendation. And there won't be few, there will be many. Many will say to me in that day, Lord, Lord, we have prophesied. Have we not prophesied in thy name? Imagine prophesied in thy name. In thy name, cast out. So it's true. Devils left. So a man can say, leave. And demon will obey with, with power. So it wasn't the evil spirit they were using. It was his name they were using. They were, it means these guys were anointed. Let me tell you one thing. When anointing leaves Jesus to you, it has come to you. You can do anything you like with it. It will be working still. <laughs> if Christ is not taking you, might take anointing to hell. And it's possible because anointing is not afraid of hell. It was spirit of God that went to hell to raise Jesus. It means he can go there. Some can stay there if it, want, if, if it wants. So a hellish soul can be flowing in anointing and doing more kind of things. Have we not prophesied in thy name? And in thy name I've cast out devils. In thy name I've done many wonderful works. And then we'll profess, he will profess unto them. I never knew you. Now depart from me. Ye that walk iniquity. You can say that this one is the iniquity, but actually, most likely not. While they were doing these things, they were in their person, iniquity work was going on, but they never paid attention to their person. They didn't know that when they come to him, is the person they will, they will be look, God, he will look at, not the things that they have done. 
So what manner of persons ought you to be? Glory to Jesus. Right? I dwell with him also. That is of a contrite, humble spirit. To revive the spirit of the humble. To revive the heart of the word of the, of the country. So you see this humility, this contriteness. Humility and then con- contriteness. They are... For there is, there is, there are states that prepare the soul for a revival. This revival is the revival of the eternal God. Do you understand what I'm saying? Is the word revival? Before you jump this bin, all the things you have been doing is to arrive at contriteness and humbleness of spirit. It must come to you. Do you see that? This is the exact same thing as Isaiah 66, which we read. Where's the house you build unto me? But to this man will I look. Man will I look. Not what is the man himself. I will look to this man, even to him that is, is poor and of a contrite spirit that trembleth at. Now, which word is the word of trembling? When, when someone has, it means you've gained velocity. It is, so this is actually, it's clear that so great salvation that what the Lord speaks is the word of trembling. It's to give you some level of trembling to, to qualify you for the revival of the eternal God. Praise Jesus. This is the, the ministry of the right hand. I love this. The true tabernacle, very quickly, chapter 8 of Hebrews. Amen. Which the Lord preach and not man. For every high priest is ordained to offer gifts and sacrifices. Wherefore, it is of necessity that this man have somewhat to offer. That if he were on earth, he should not be a priest. Seeing that they are priests that offer gifts according to the law. Who serve unto the example. You see what? What they serve unto the example of what? And the shadow of heavenly things. As Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle. For see, saith he, that thou makest all things according to the word pattern showed thee on the mount. This is key. This is just what I want to see and then that's it. What was shown Moses on the mount was pattern, not quality. For Moses to see quality, he had to come to the mountain of transfiguration. And, and the quality he saw was in making. So that's why he couldn't read everything. The, the voice from the excellent glory had to come and explain to him that this is, we are cooking somebody. That, can you go and see him? But now, that, now that's the, the reason why they call it a transfiguration is because they, made, they had to wear Jesus with, the, with his final glory. They transfigured him in their sight. Do you understand what I mean? That man was, was something else. So Jesus. 
So that Abraham rejoiced to see my day. When he, when he saw him, that man who all the angels saw, glory to Jesus. So Moses was, what Moses was, Moses wasn't building according to quality. He was building according to pattern. That would tell you that God's pattern are in places. It was in tabernacle, temple, he's in heaven. After the shadow of the heavenly things, they brought pattern from heaven. God can produce his pattern. And that's what the heaven is. And in your journey, you must learn pattern. Nobody, New Testament saint, must what? Learn what? You must learn pattern. You can't. If you don't learn pattern, the teacher of the person will not appear. Yeah. Right? If you don't what? Learn what the pattern, the what? Yes, it will not appear. When they are teaching you heavens, learning the first heaven, learn the second heaven, they take the patience and learn it. If you are here, you don't, some, I know there are some people here, you don't, if I say I explain everything about first heaven, you, you might not be able to. And when I say I don't mean tell me a story, I mean show me from Bible. Because anything that you don't know from scripture, you won't believe it. It will just be story to you. It must, it must sit through, it must have been raised through the script spiritual understanding of the Bible. And you must have multiple sides of it. That it your answer, when I say, tell me about the second heaven, your answer to me should be, okay, through what route should I, how should I, through what, through what scape do you want to see it? Through what script, scripture scape? Because you have different scriptures escape. Those are patterns. That's why we learn the Bible at the precision that we do. You must learn the patterns. <laughs> don't think it's why you're just going learning. You have to. If you don't, you're not interested in pattern, you're not interested in Jesus. Okay? You can't come and learn Jesus the way your, your village genes is informing you. You know some people have anyhow behavior. You can't just anyhow. Just... You can't anyhow here. When you come here, they must change your anyhow. That anyhow behavior, it came from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. <laughs> it's part of... Let me stop. Ah! Wait, wait, wait. I'm so sorry. Because you know, what, you know what's ministering to me right now? As I'm preaching, there's a clock at the back that's ministering. I'm getting revelation from the clock. And that revelation can't be ignored. I'm sorry. So, amen. So we can have our communion and go home. Glory to God. Thank you, Jesus. So he said that um, who serve unto so the example and shadow you see of heavenly things. Moses was admonished of God when he was about to make the tabernacle. For see, saith he, that thou make all things according to the pattern that was what showed thee in the mount. But now, verse 6, but now had he obtained a more excellent ministry. Glory to Jesus. By how much he also, how much also he is the mediator of a better covenant, which is established upon what? Better. Say better covenant. And say better promises. Now, it was John who then revealed to us that this is the promise that he has promised us, even eternal life. 
they must now take those promises and turn them into a ministry that a person does. The ministry of Jesus. Do you see that? So the covenant that is in Jesus, which is established on promises that are in him, are promises and covenant of a better habitation, a better state, a better reality, a better life. Anywhere you hear New Testament, just think better. Do you understand? When you hear what? When you hear New Testament, just think what? Just think, think better. Better what? Promises and what? Covenant. What? Better what? Better persons. Right? Yesterday I was saying something that one of the, th the, the quality of persons, that persons can shift from one world to the other. Right. So, I want you to now realize that the, purpose, the hope of Christianity is to produce better persons. They mentioned Moses there. Better has to be better than Moses. Must be better than Abraham. All the men who we know from historically, the types of men that we have had on the earth, which are below that covenant. Do you see that? Now, it, then, then to to really make your mind settle on what is that better, you have to first of all exclude everything else. Because there's nothing that appears on the landscape of what men do that can be a measurement for that thing called better. It can't. Praise Jesus. The man, Jesus, who first spoke these things, who live as an example, when you measure him in this, in this time, right, in the physical you can't, he doesn't, it doesn't come across as somebody whose quality registers in terms of what you measure on the earth. Right? He doesn't. Praise God. So, the heart, the heart has to be equipped to understand that, that covenant and promises to be able to read in the sense where the quality of that person is stored. Where the, there's a format where you read those better things. Right? It's formatted. What's that format? It's what he called the, his blood. When he said, This is the New Testament in my blood. Right? It's the, the, the blood is of Jesus. You know you can't read the blood. Where is it? You can't see it physically. You can't tell. And, that, and neither can you just say, what would Jesus do in this scenario based on what he did in the, in the Bible? You can't see that. I mean, there has, you have to have equipment on your, in the inside of you to be able to read him. It's another kind of thing. You can learn heaven. But can you learn the person? Reading the blood. Right? It's, an, it's, a, it's a kind of facility of the soul. That's what this ministry is meant to establish. It's also to raise, raise people who can read 
the blood of Jesus. What do I mean by that? Jesus to you, you're not just seeing his miracles. You're able to see the inward life of Jesus that has no regard for this world. Right? And moreover, this world is a veil. The more you see the world, the less you see him. The only way that your, the veil can be taken away is that you must choose blindness towards the world. When the world is trying to bend your mind, you must think in this way. Grace must be in your heart to disobey that construct. Do you get what I'm trying to say? To receive the mind, another mind that can read, that can see better things, that can hear better things, that can receive better things. So we look for new heavens, new earth, wherein what dwelleth righteousness. This school of the spirit. No, this prayer meeting has just been preparation. Um, so I, I, I'm not ministering to you what those better things are. I'm just showing you from the Bible that this is, an, this is, I'm stirring up appetite from you so that the Lord can, through ministry graces, right, can visit us and begin to bring, right, impartation, spiritual impartations to you. When you begin to see Jesus, it's from here. It's from here. Most likely, when you've seen something about him, you can't describe it. The best you can do is check what were the patterns either were in you to help you to see that and advise the person, fellow, take pattern seriously. If you take pattern seriously, by chance, you will have what access to this the illumination of the person. So learning precept, all of these things, and what for precept is actually also pattern. Really, it's knowledge. Learning them is to build a framework within your soul. The same way the, the Lord had to build a framework of heaven for a place where this man with the most his excellent ministry can stay. That framework must come into you as well. If they don't build that, you don't have the, the kind of facility to begin to receive the ministry of his person. And if you are deficient of facility to receive the person of the Lord, you start doing other things. You start doing other things. The Lord will help us. The strength, the grace, the power, the wisdom, please, um, for this vocation, for this ministry. Let's see chapter 3 quickly. Amen. <laughs> chapter 3 of Hebrews, sorry. Hebrews 3. We have, to, we have to consider him. Say, wherefore, holy brethren, partakers of what? Partakers of the heavenly calling. You see that? If you are a partaker of the heavenly calling, you must consider the apostle and the what? And the high priest of our profession, Christ Jesus. This consideration is turning your gaze of your heart towards him and allowing him to Take all, the, take all the things that are being revealed about his profession, about his ministry. Amen. Praise Jesus. 
Father, Lord, we thank you. We give you praise. We honor you. Thank you for your, your preparing our hearts. You have already wrought great preparation in a lot of us. You are birthing desire, appetite. Lord, the right kind of heart state, heart condition for encounter of your person, encounters of your son, Lord Jesus, in the school of the spirit. Father, now we are opening it up to you, turning it to you. We're saying, Father, come and have your way with us. Come and bless us. Bring your blessings to our heart. Lord Jesus, we are expectant of you. We are praying, Lord, that you will come and, and be a great blessing to us. Lord, you come by your person, appear in your glory. We want to see your glory. We want your glory to appear so clearly, the glory of your person. In the name of Jesus, but I am praying for every heart that needs an encounter. For you are not just showing us the, the importance, the value, the relevance of your coming, because it's not just your coming first, there has to be a preparation. But in terms of coming into all the knowledge, all the precepts, everything, Father, which we ought to know to prepare the, the ground of ministry for you. I ask that every heart will receive blessing. We'll have blessing of precept. We'll have blessing of spirit. We'll have blessing of doctrine. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, our Father. We give you glory. Thank you for the, your body. Thank you for the bread. And thank you for the cup. Thank you, Father, for you committed this to us, Lord, as um, not, it's not just a ritual, Father, but it is, Lord, um, a symbol of the offering which we have received from you. Apostle Paul said, I received of the Lord that which I also commit and I commend to you, that the Lord Jesus in the night that he was betrayed, he took bread and he broke the bread and he said that this is my body broken for you broken for you broken for you our father you have an allocation of daily bread as we saw in the bible and we pray oh father that this ministry of daily bread broken for us lord we will receive it in the name of Jesus. But as we are breaking the bread tonight and we are sharing it with each other, we are eating with each other, we're not just eating physical bread. But Father, let this be a token. As we combine with our faith, as we partake with fear, we partake with reverence, oh Father, we are praying, oh God, let this be an, an ushering of every heart into season of, of, of provisions of bread. I ask no one who partakes of this will lack bread. I'm asking for the, the ministry, the administration in the spirit of daily bread given to our soul that you will bless everyone in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you, you also, your son Jesus took the cup. He said that this is the New Testament in my blood. Lord, he said we should, he said we should drink it. We should drink it. And we should always do it in remembrance of you. Your blood was shed for the remission of our sins, for the removal of our iniquity. These iniquities are so hidden 
that it would take help, ministry of the Spirit, to reveal them. As we drink, O oh God, turn this cup, Father, into a cup of the blood. Make it, let us not our body drink, but I pray, let it speak about the drinking of the blood, even in the depth of our soul, that it will touch our fountain. The depth of the fountain of our heart will be touched, O oh Father, by your blood. Thank you, our God. We give you praise. This is the beginning of the feasting. I pray that as we drink into this communion, it will continue. Days to come, it won't lift, it won't go away before school of the spirit that the same level of preparation even more will arrive at the school of the spirit with that thank you our father we give you glory in advance even for ministry of angels which you will bring ministry in spirit who will minister for them that are heirs of salvation thank you our god we give you glory in jesus name we pray amen